one billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. My name's Anne, and I'll be your GM. Thanks for joining us today. As always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. Normally, I leave this kind of announcement for the end of the episode, but I wanted to remind everyone that we do have a Ghostlight Media Patreon, and if you're able to help us out on a monthly basis, there is a lot of Imprinted Echoes content already there. And we have the last episode of our NPC prequel adventure coming out in February. If that's something you're able to commit to, we would be exceedingly grateful to have you as a patron. Back in the tumult, just like the sounds, plans seem to always be shifting. And as more information is gathered, more complications to the situation at hand are uncovered. Assurance is given, jobs are changed, and messengers are ran into. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallrin, and Jory meet an imprinter of Echoes. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun one, isn't it? Uh, we are uh, a whole bunch of squirrels right now. We are. <laughs> if we were in the same room, I would say we were a number of squirrels in a trench coat. But considering that we are all in separate locations, I don't think that's entirely accurate. Mm. We just have one trench coat each that's really long behind us. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are each wearing a trench coat that is long enough to conceal both us and the other three. Mm-hmm. Alas. Alas. Unfortunately, we are inhabiting our trench coats alone. So lonely. The lonely trench coat is, I think, an album name. <laughs> I have nobody for my own. Oh, Actually, that's pretty apt because I know it's nobody, but you also individually have no bodies right now. (laughs) That's true. As the sonic curtain of sorts pulls back from behind Vez and you see Arcel step forward, or hear, rather, you hear Arcel step forward and you feel a kind of sense of smugness in the room. Mostly from Arcel. A little bit from Vez, but I don't know that Vez really knew that you had met before. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't necessarily expecting to hear the three of you again so soon. We're a resourceful bunch. I've gathered. Was it a happy surprise? It was a surprise. I like to think it was happy. If you're happy to see me, then I'm happy to see you. You know what? Why not? <laughs> Let's lean into the good of this. <sighs> You're in need of information, then. The information I wouldn't give you earlier. I should have known that you had found a way to get it out of me. Like I said, resourceful. Indeed. So assurances. I'm under contract and looks over to Vez. And I don't know that I can say a whole lot. What can I give you in terms of information that would quiet your minds? Let's keep it pretty general for right now. What was your interest in Rhapsody? 
And again, they look over to Vez just to get confirmation that this is okay information to tell. And Vez gives that whistling bird sound that is Vez's voice kind of like dip down a little bit and come back up as a nod. Those three scorditurns out there, they owe quite a bit of money. And I am happy to be paid for my services. And the thing is, if I'm being honest, I'm simply interested in what's out there. I am a curious sort, and if I'm going to be paid to do a job along the way, I might as well take it. Makes sense. Are any of these scorditurns the marks that we're being sent after? No, that would be bad business. Can't bring blood from a stone. I don't know if that metaphor carries over here. We're going after individuals, you think, where the well is dry, then? Correct. Noted. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) (laughs) First blood. (laughs) (laughs) And the first pun is away. (laughs) First pun ship is away. Yay! As a double assurance and uh, extra protection, where in your song are you the most ticklish? (laughs) There is a very slight hiccup in that creaking sound that is Arcel's voice. Like, it's just kind of like, you really caught them off guard. (laughs) And just says, the lower parts of the... Creaking, I guess. Between the lows. Yes. And Arcel looks to Smallhorn and Nehemiah, who've been asking the very pertinent questions, and just like, who is this? It like gives that, that, that like sound, like a very, like, kind of like, you know, toned up feeling at the end of one of those thuds. Like, what? I give an intonation. She's the brains. (laughs) I am the vibrato (laughs) that chirps in the night. Yeah. All of us know that we just work for Jory. It's Jory's world. We're just singing in it. (laughs) Anything else I can provide for you? Have you been there? I have. What's it like? Though, (laughs) that's a very broad question. That's true. This is a graveyard bigger than most. It's quite wide. There folk living in there? Depends on what you refer to as folk. Are there sounds still within, like us? Not like you. If you've been gathering information, you might have heard that Rhapsody has been gaining an awareness. Mm-hmm. So it has sounds, though not quite like you. There's a central consciousness, aside from the three others that are kind of living out near the outskirts, the ones that I'm looking for. Aside from the score turns, there's something in there. It's only recently become a thing, to my understanding. Recently... I don't know how recently works between here and our place. Time's relative. It's kept differently, I think. I personally don't know enough about music terminology to make this work. Um, But essentially kind of gives an estimation of like measures and bars and things like that to kind of give an idea of time. It's kind of BPM-ish, you know. Also, you all have, at this point, started to figure yeah. out enough of this place. You can kind of do a translation with that, 
within the past roughly six months. Okay. It started to become a little more aware. You mentioned the score to turns, and we already tangle with one of the graveyards on the way out here. What else out there? Besides the fact that, you know, the city is now thinking. Well, I'm not 100% sure what you've already encountered, but there's a number of things that tend to hang around graveyards at large, and because this is a wider spread one, you're likely to run into more of them. Mm. Dissonance eels, chance spiders, feeders are out there. Okay. And etugians. I don't think we've encountered those last two yet. (laughs) Feeders are slow moving. As long as you're not already impaired or disabled uh, in combat of some sort beforehand, you should be able to get away from them fairly quickly. Etugians, however, are a sort of destructive interference. It almost acts as first as an echo of the sound you currently create, but eventually it becomes a tussle trying to cancel you out, create a dead zone out of you. Mm. That's dark. Probably the most dangerous thing you'll encounter out there on the regular. There's other things that I'm sure are within Rhapsody, but I didn't spend a whole lot of time my first trip there. How long ago did Rhapsody go silent? Longer than I've been around. Fair enough. It's always been one of the larger intrusions into our space. Mm. Mostly just a collection of information that people would take bits and pieces from. Gotcha. A couple of years ago, though, it started to gain a little more mass. And, like I said, six months or so, an awareness. All right. For what it's worth, that thing is probably going to cause you more problems if it isn't taken care of. I'm letting you know right now. We can go ahead. We've probably got the best chance for getting that thing calmed down that y'all got here. I'm going to be upfront about that. If we don't get this taken care of, it could get worse. And I'm telling you this because it's leaking into our home world. Something about it's reaching out. You don't want that. We're willing to go ahead and do this for you. Take care of what we can and probably get these silent silenced to make sure this doesn't happen that being said if something happens to us and we go silent that thing's a time bomb out there something's gonna happen and it's gonna be bad for all y'all i'm gonna ask you please give us what information you have and let us be on our way that way you have the assurance that this is gets taken care of are you asking Arcel or are you asking vez both i mean they're okay. both there Yeah, go ahead. This will be a persuasion level four. Okay. I am trained in that, Mm -hmm. so that will take it down a level. I'm going to go ahead and burn some intellect to take that down a level, so effectively a level two. Mm -hmm. Six or better. That is going to be a success with a 14. Wonderful. Arcel starts to protest. Uh-huh. Not vehemently. Now listen here. I don't think that that's going to be a... And before they can get much further, Vez interrupts. No. No, I want to hear about this. You say you're competent, but you only just arrived. What competence can you possibly have that we don't? An outside viewpoint. We have the ability to see things from a broader perspective, which might allow us to have more insight than perhaps somebody who's been... In amongst it for so long. We come from a place of sight and physicality. We have been hearing about Rhapsody for about six months. 
about that same kind of time frame. We have been hearing Rhapsody screaming into another world ever since it started waking up over on this side. And it's been growing ever since too. It's been growing longer than that. This thing is gonna get louder and worse. And we showed up and we are by and large good and decent folk. We can't guarantee that the next folk that show up will be the same. Just like this world, you got good folk, you got bad folk. Bad folk start pouring in here, figure out what's going on. It's gonna cause a whole world of problems for you, for the score to turns. Everything's gonna get thrown into a level of chaos that you might not be able to control. I've seen it happen before. Outsiders roll on in and start causing trouble. You don't want that. Let us roll on in there, see what we can do, and see if we can get that joint quieted down so it stops drawing attention here. Tumult don't need that. I like the way you talk. Likewise. How about this? I'll give you this uh, change of assignment on two conditions. One, I get all the credit. Every single bit of what you're doing, Vez arranged it. Mm. I prefer to work that way anyway. Ain't no need for us to take any credit here. We ain't looking to stick around. We'll go back home with whatever ends up happening, happening. We'll tell them what happened here, and we'll tell them that you gave us all the information, and even in the off chance somebody comes back, they'll know that Vez was the one who did it. Good. And two, you take our cell with you. I still want these three squad turns taken care of. All right. That's fine with me. Our cell, we won't get in your way. You do what you need to do. We've got a pretty one-track mind on this. Can't say I'm pleased about this arrangement, but it is what it is, I guess. Well, what seems to be the problem? How can we smooth this over with you? I'm a loner. I don't usually work well in groups. Like I said, we'll stay out of your way. You come with us. You see your task. You go ahead and take care of it. We ain't gonna interfere. Okay. All right. I have some things I need to see, too, before we head out. This was not on my plan, so... Give it six measures. Meet you at the top of the staff. <laughs> Oddly enough, that translates. And ah, they... I music! Yay! <laughs> and they nod and head out the door. And you're left with Vez, who has now kind of taken to seeing to other matters. And you get this kind of low rumble from the cadence behind him again as a, all right, you can leave now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, we bounce. As you're leaving, going to use a GM intrusion. You're heading out the door, quote unquote. And as you do, you hear someone call out that something's been stolen. And you hear an alarm start blaring. And as you kind of turn to see what the commotion is about, Smallrin, you get bowled over by a sound coming your way, pushes you aside, and like the volume on your voice is just deafened for a moment. And you will take two might harm. All right. And as that sound pushes into you, you hear two things. You hear an effervescent fizz, which you recognize as a sound you had picked up on earlier in the casino, talking about how they had to go to the concert that was happening later or else all their work would be for nothing. And you hear just a snippet, but it's so familiar that it doesn't take much of the song.
Oh, I'm going to whatever the sonic equivalent is of just like latch on to them, even if it means getting dragged. I would like to try and grab them. Go ahead and roll me speed check level four. So this is just going to be a straight roll. And that is, let me see, a success with a 13. Just Just barely. barely. Since a 12 is what you needed. Wonderful. You latch on to this sound. You meld yourself just a little bit. And you are pulled along out the door and around the corner. And Nehemiah, Jor, you see Smallrin get just pulled faster than you can even anticipate. Mm-hmm. Out the door and around the corner down an alleyway. What just happened? I don't know. Let's go. Eh. You follow. Smallrin, after a couple moments, this intelligent sound realizes that you have kind of tagged along and tries to push you off. I need you to make a level four might defense. All right. And again, I don't really have the points to spend for this, so it's a straight roll at level four. Success with a 14. You're able to stay latched on, and the effervescent bubbling sound kind of speaks, but just let go. I need to let stop it. I need information about a sound that is attached to you currently. If you'll slow down... Perhaps we can have a productive talk. Hold on. And it's a couple more moments of quickly moving in and out of sound structures before you get to a small area where things seem a little bit quieter. It almost seems as though there's some sort of dampening around here. It's not a dead zone, but everything's a a bit quieter and a little less invasive. Jory and Nehemiah, you are following, honing in on Smallrin's sound that you know so very well at this point. Listening, 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 and then it's kind of, it goes quieter. Not silent, but just kind of like drops in volume drastically. I'm going to have both of you make me a navigation check. Uh, this is going to be a level five. Okay. I am untrained. Both success. <laughs> and success with a 20. Ooh, major effect. Do you want that extra damage, Rin? <laughs> I do, actually. <laughs> what would you like your major effect to be? <laughs> um, this is to find out where Smallrin is. Yes, so. n- not only to find out where Smallrin is immediately, but to perhaps be able to dampen the echo so that nothing can follow us. Mm. Mm. I like that. You hear yelling and alarms blaring behind you, knowing that this had already gained attention and attraction of people who probably mean harm. So as you duck around this corner and are able to find this dampened area that Smallrin and this other sound ended up in, you're able to almost reshape part of that sound deadening to create a shield so that whoever's following you is misdirected. I dig it. Very good. And the three of you are now in this room with this bubbling fizz who is breathing heavily. Oh, would you like to explain what's going on? Would you like to explain what's going on? (sighs) As this sound ran me down, I heard the song. The song? Yes, not much, but enough that I think this is a warranted conversation. Yeah, no, fair, fair. Okay. What have you got there? 
Something very, very important. I agree with that. Where did you find it? Where are you taking it? I have my guesses. Can I ask who you are first? I'm not just going to give information to people who grab me in the middle of the street. You know what, that's fair. Only if you also tell us who we are. We don't like giving information to thieves who try to evade us. I'm not a thief. I'm a messenger. Go on. My name's Jaskira. Who are you? Mine is Smallrin. This is Jory and Nehemiah. Hi. Hello. Hi. How do you know this orchestration? How do you know this song? We followed it here. From another world. It got through. Yeah. Not to a lot of folk, but to us. And you hear the equivalent of like a single happy tear down her cheek. Were you the one playing it through? I'm the one that's been sending it. Um, you hear the equivalent of a guitar just like leaning against a wall. Just <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's my voice you've been probably hearing. I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tori. I think I think you you've, heard that. You've been introduced, I, yes. I'm yes. just gonna say it again. Jory, hi. Be cool, Jory, be cool. <laughs> Maintain, Jory. There are sounds listening. <laughs> Fly casual. Okay. Good. Good. Oh, all right. All right. Okay. Um I have me- Is there some place we could like grab a, a- the sonic equivalent of a drink and a sit down because I need, I'm so tired right now. I made sure yeah. we were hidden, if that helps. I don't know. I, we might be pretty safe here for the time being. We're safe. If we're going out somewhere else, we have to be pretty careful about what we say. It's very easy for sound to travel here. Then I believe we should stay here because whether or not you're a thief, someone's chasing you right now. And I, for one, would like to know why and what it has to do with the song. And why you have part of it with you. All right. Um, where should I start? Uh, I am running from them because that part of the song, as you put it, was taken from me as a part of a shakedown that I really didn't need to be a part of, and I needed to get it back, and unfortunately, I'm not the kind of sound that has a whole lot of money to pay black market dealers for things that they might have stolen. So I took it back. Yeah, I know, valid. Unfortunately, this means that I think that there are going to be quite a few people on my tail in the near future. Good news and bad news. Good news is... We heard we're going to try and get it taken care of. Bad news is that we are doing that with one of those types. At least they're our guide. Okay. I would not advise you coming along, but I would love to hear everything. What's going on? The people, I believe, is the right word, correct? Yes. The people that I'm helping came here a long time ago. Mm-hmm. A very long time ago. And my understanding is that along with them came Rhapsody. Okay. Point of contact between worlds. It's grown since then. They aren't in Rhapsody any longer. Mm-hmm. I think at first they had no problem being here, but they got gathered up. Gathered up. In the same way that there are some hunters out there who will 
pick up random sounds and songs and orchestrations to sell at various places or to use for their own purposes, sometimes intelligent sounds also get taken. Oh. They were exotic enough to gain the attention of a certain collector. Who? Their name's Otash. The same who will be showing their collection soon. There's a concert later, and the voices you're looking for will be featured. Okay. Ah, so how do we sabotage this? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. All right. Well, you have three new buddies. That is probably the best news I've heard in a very long time. How did you find them? Like, everything I've heard, Rhapsody's been the way it is since before anyone around was around. How are they still around? Sounds are maintained in strange ways. There are people here who are older than them. All right. We don't have a lifespan, I think, the same way that you do. Sure. As long as we're still making sound, then we exist. All right. A lot of the scorterns are of the younger sort. They tend to do more experimental things, be a little more risky. But the Grazians are incredibly long-lived. Have you heard of any recent additions to this collection? One of our own was taken. Actually, somebody was taken. I think we've lost like, like two or three in the past couple of years in our world. No one's been added to that particular collection, but I've been traveling to Rhapsody to get new verses of this song out. Every time I've been there, it's been taken. <laughs> it's been gone. The nodes that I've been putting out, I assume, activated by you. I mean, we found the gate. That's what it was. It was all leading us to the way in. But I think Rhapsody might be our way out. It is. I don't know how. I don't know what that means, but I know that's where you're going. There's going to be something in there that's going to let us break free. Yeah. And you need to take them with you, please. Yeah. So. Which means that the job we just promised to do got about ten times harder. Because we can't do anything to destroy or inhibit Rhapsody until we can get our hands on the people we came for. That's fine. Unforeseen consequences are all a part of these kinds of jobs. Worst thing that that'll happen, they'll make a fuss about it and they'll make a show and they'll flex, but they want it taken care of. They do. Everything else is details. And if we tell them, if we get in there and we say, hey, we can fix this, but we gotta do one more thing along the way, what if we let him in on the job? You want to bring... I've been working very carefully. I'm just thinking out loud here. We tell him, hey, we got to do a massive heist. It's going to cause a lot of commotion. If other things go missing alongside him, nobody's going to be the wiser. Who are you working for? Vez, technically. But we're, we're not, though, right? I... <sighs> Only it's, in name. It's only kind in of a name. lie. He's given us the information. The only problem is, Vez is very powerful and well connected, and we're new here. So if we invite them in on a heist, who's to say we won't get muscled out and they'll take what we want? I'm not saying it's a great idea. I'm spitballing here because I have a feeling. That these folk are going to be deeply and incredibly well guarded. And any connection we have might be one worth leveraging. I'll turn to Jira. I mean, 
I will follow your lead on this, but the fact of the matter is we don't have bridges we don't mind burning. We want to save these folk. I am willing to go with a scorched cord methodology here if it means that they get free and everyone gets to go home. How did you get involved in this? I mean, were you just poking around in Rhapsody and one thing led to another, or...? I'm, uh, only learned to be the kind of sound that goes out into the far reaches of the tumult. Um, I'm kind of an academic at heart. Okay. She's a grad student, isn't she? (laughs) More or less. And from the sound that you're hearing from her, it is very carefully crafted. And as she says that she's more of an academic at heart, you can hear a much more structured tone, a much more structured base to that effervescent fizz. This is a Grazian with a hint of score to turn. Mm. Someone who was raised and understood the meanings of this more structured and orchestrated lifestyle who has since had a more interest and sympathy to the more experimental ideas out there through study. So this is a kid who went through 12 years of Catholic schooling and then went to a liberal arts college. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. I was... I've been doing research on graveyards, on the data sphere, and I started getting very interested in Rhapsody. The data sphere reaches here? That's what graveyards are. Oh. Connections from the data sphere to other places. I thought it was just a place where things went silent. I didn't realize the data sphere was leaking in. Yeah. Information. <sighs> okay, so you're in a prime position to see what all needs to be done. So I'm going to defer to you. In your ideal scenario, whoa, whoa, don't, it's okay, it's going to be all right. In your ideal scenario, we're going to start from an academic standpoint. What would happen? How can we aid you from a position of neutral people coming here based on the tips that you gave that happen to have a weird connection with some sort of gangster thing but have no loyalty whatsoever to him? I'm a messenger. Okay. I I never had a plan. I always assumed that if that song got out somewhere, that eventually people would make it here and and have a way to help out with all of this. I didn't really think much farther past get the song out. I think you are selling yourself short. All right. I think you need to understand exactly how long, from our perspective, these folks have been here. At least once, if not more times. All of civilization has risen and fallen. Everything has changed. They have been here, and I will do the calculations for like 5,000, 10,000 years, however long it was. They have been here so long. They're going to be coming back to a very different world. And where we've settled, ostensibly their home, potentially the connection back to their world, to our world, is going to be very different. We're welcoming folk. We're good, kind, hardworking folk. Made a civilization, but it's it's so different. We're going to do what we can, but we're working with broken pieces. Now, maybe they're the glue that'll put them back together. I'm down for that. Boy, would I love it if they could shed some light, but only so much we can do, you know? Right. I'm curious. If these... 
You say exotic sounds are so carefully kept and guarded. How did you first gain access to them? A research project. I was interested in collections of sounds gathered from graveyards, and Otarsh happens to be one of the foremost collectors of such things. So, uh, with the help of a couple well-placed words, I was able to essentially get an interview uh, and a tour of, of that space, of those collections, of those sounds. And I don't know if... No. No, there's no way that Otarsh doesn't hear it. He has too keen an ear for those things, but I think he ignores the desperation in their voices. I couldn't stand for it. It's one thing to have a little bit of information that doesn't have a mind. That's fine. This is different, and I listened. Amazing what that does. And I transcribed, and once I realized what was being said, I went to every concert after that. It takes time to piece all the things together. I only get fragments of it at once. But eventually I can piece things together enough to get the sounds into a song and send it off. Alright. I'm doing this out of empathy. I'm not getting anything out of this and I truly hope you aren't either. We got a friend that we lost probably the same way that all these folk were lost. We'd like to get him back. Hasn't been here long. How long? A couple of weeks. Months, maybe. If they haven't made their way here and we haven't heard tell of anybody like us coming through in quite some time. They might still be in Rhapsody. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. In your interview with Otarsh, did he happen to mention who it was that collected these sounds for him? These particular ones? Yes. He didn't say a name. He simply said it was the Roboto. It's the Hunter's Guild here. Mm. There's a lot of people that are both officially and unofficially a part of it. I'm sure your guide is one of them. Mm -hmm. That's what worries me. Nehemiah, you might be the best suited for finding out what they know, but I think we need to establish whether Arcel was involved in getting those sounds out of Rhapsody and into that collection before we make any attempt to bring them in on this. They would have a vested interest in maintaining a line of income, if nothing else. And I don't want to lead them directly to another exotic sound that is more valuable to them than the job we're currently taking them on. Fair enough. Um, Arcel. They are a score to turn, right? Correct. I would be very surprised if they knew the gravity of what they were dealing with. I feel like you need to be around for a rip and a half to really understand it. Score to turns typically stay on the younger side from what you indicated. It's not that there aren't old ones. It's just they tend to take greater risks and yeah. greater risk comes shorter songs. Even if they are not old enough to have been directly involved, I'm sure they know that Otarsh and collectors like him will pay top dollar for intelligent sounds from other worlds that they do not have in their collection. Fair enough. But they might also see a business opportunity in, some, in a collector who just lost their entire collection. They'll be looking for other things. They'll want to pop back up. It's going to be a mad scramble to become 
the person who has the most impressive collection, especially after one walks out. These folk, it's a hissing match for them. They're just trying to have the biggest sound, the best chorus. It doesn't matter who or how they get it. And something like this, a bunch of sounds, just sentient sounds walking out, that's going to be just the best most talked about news for ages what we are talking about orchestrating here is one potentially one of the biggest hearts in the city and that's not nothing and potentially more important with that vacuum with that sudden silence everyone's going to be scrambling to fill it this is why i said you're the best one to talk to them occupational hazard i will say though after discovering the shall we say, dual nature of our friend here, I had not realized that sound can disguise itself in the same way that a physical body could. We need to make sure that our cell is what they say they are. Hmm, fair point. And you're going to be the one to do that. I'm good at talking. I ain't so great at listening. Luckily, I excel. <laughs> and Jory, Jory's good at startling people into saying things. They might not say otherwise. That is so deeply and incredibly true. <laughs> I come out of nowhere like that one piece of hail in a storm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, what's the plan then? Excellent question. <laughs> and Smallren, quote unquote, looks at Jory and says, well, you're the brains. I don't think anyone truly believes that. I certainly don't. Well, so concert. Yeah, there's a concert. It's the equivalent of tomorrow night. Okay, I thought it was later in the week. Okay. All right. I can only speak from personal experience, but when I escaped from this place that I happened to escape from, I, I did it during something crazy that was going on. So I feel like that's a good opportunity to do something. What, you escaped from where? What? She's never once told us. Yeah. Right, so <laughs> what does everybody think? What's uh, what's what's step one in our plan, other than leave this cozy, muted place? Because we'll have to get out of here somehow. It's starting to get very nice. And it's only going to last for so long. This is, this is here thanks to a cipher. So step one, we are meeting our contact to go check out Rhapsody. How far away is Rhapsody from here? That's the better question. Space and time is strange okay. here. Um, okay, better way to phrase this question. Can we go and explore it a little bit and then get back in time to handle this? In time for the concert? Yeah. You'd have to go at a pretty good clip. That's fine. Mm. I am planning on slowing down, but we can do that. Because we really should look at Rhapsody before the concert. If we abscond with a bunch of exotic sounds with people on our tail and don't know where we're going or how to get out. We need to run. And we need an exit. All right, so you're going to go there, figure some things out. I've only been just inside the dead zone that surrounds it. Okay. So I don't have an extensive uh, knowledge, but I can tell you that if you begin hearing a low, melodic chiming. Be careful. There's a few entities that 
I've been calling the death chimes. They're not sentient, so to speak, not the way that we are, but they're a little more akin to a very intelligent creature. Okay. I'm not sure if they have a certain directive or not, but they attack at the drop of a hat. What happens then? Their sound drowns you out. Hmm. You become part of theirs. You can't help but chime yourself. Okay. Well, our guide sounds like they've been in a couple of times. We're going to milk them for every piece of information they have as we get out there. And then we got to bust into the middle to see what's going on. Okay. Is there anything you think I should do while I'm waiting here? Anything I can... As you can see, I'm not a very good thief, <laughs> and nor am I necessarily a particularly strong or well-connected person, but I am a researcher, and if there's anything I can look into for you while you're gone. Have you told anybody else about your project? Anybody listening? Anybody involved? I've been very careful not to tell anyone. Okay. I tried to see if anyone else had a sympathetic ear to the issue at the very beginning in very general terms, and... Most people seem to brush me off. I'm sure there's other people that might be like me, like you in this scenario, but I don't know them. Fine. I like Jory's idea a lot. A distraction, something big, something that'll pull attention away. Okay. If you can find that or find out any information about the concert hall, I'm wondering if maybe after the concert might be the better time to go ahead and try and get them. Security will be more lax then as people are leaving rather than when they're getting there. If we can get back there and I don't know how they transport them. It's not like I've heard any carts around. No, um, things like that are transported through a type of dimensional sound barrier. Hmm. Maybe there's something there. Have any of you ever listened to what's now considered 8D sound? No. No. (sighs) What? It is a way of producing sound or music, a way of like music production, sure. where the sound itself moves all around. Yeah. Okay, okay, yes. You like using those like stereoscopic headphone, like microphones yes. 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 So you, you like can, an ear. Yeah. Yes, and you can hear it move like in front yes. of, yes. behind, okay. above. I didn't realize that, that was the stuff. name of it. Surround. Yes. Um, I, and it's not a new concept, but it's become a big ASMR, like clicks that key into like the neurodivergent brain mm-hmm. for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. So that's essentially what like a dimensional okay. sound. Okay, got it. Where it's, it, I'm not sure exactly how to describe it. I've never been inside of one, but my understanding from what I've looked into is it has sound coming from so many directions that changes that it disorients you. You aren't able to do much because it's happening so quickly and from all directions and it changes and it's being. I've got like 30% of a plan in my head right now. And honestly, at this point, if I was going to try and do it, I'd say screw it and get in there and just kind of improv as we go. There is a reason I was not the brains of the operation when I before. (laughs) Before what? Before all this. And that's Jory is the brains of the operation? We're going to go with yeah. Okay. It's mostly because it's like, oh, what is that metaphor? Like the uncarved block? <laughs> I don't think I follow. I, I don't either, and that's what makes it. Um, it also doesn't quite <laughs> translate here. Jory is really good at seeing a lot of notes and making a melody out of it. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty nice. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you are. I say nice things. I don't think the silence here is going to last much longer. Yeah, probably not. All right. Do you have somewhere safe to go? I have a shelter, a, a dwelling nearby. It's just on the edge of the modal district. It's not a particularly good neighborhood, but no one bothers me. Do the people you took this from know you live there? Not to my knowledge. All right. Well, the good news is I don't think you need it anymore. I don't, actually. So here's what's going to happen. I say we go ahead and head our separate ways. Let's plan on meeting right about here. Okay. Right before the concert. All right. Hold on to that. If we don't make it back, know that there are people already listening. Someone will come in after us. We've opened the door. It's happening. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for listening to episode 61 of Imprinted Echoes. As always, if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website, imprintedechoes.com. On the website, you'll find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store and our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. And in that vein, I'd love to thank Atan, Jeremy, and Xander for their continued support. If you'd like to help us out in other ways, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review, and tell a friend about our show. You can also find our hosts on Twitter, myself at Covered and Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget. And of course, be sure to follow our network, Ghostlight Media at GLM Pods. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you'll be back in two weeks to hear yet another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zane Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Alex Berkowitz. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre. This has been a Ghost Light Media production.